16 minutes it is uh, before 8 p.m. We now go into our business wrap for today. And I'm joined by my good friend, uh, Markwe Masilela, Chief Investment Officer at Markwe Fund Managers. What Maniaka, who's it? Ah, uh, Markwe? Eita, who's it? Eish, man, Markwe, your line is bad there, my brother. Uh, let's try and... Uh, uh, wait, let's try again. Is it better now? Ah, it sounds a lot better. Sounds a lot better. Markwe... Uh, it's certainly been an eventful day on the business landscape. And uh, just before we start, I mean, what do you make of uh, that uh, testimony earlier on today provided by Sizam Zimela, a former SAA CEO, who uh, was saying to us, uh, I mean, they were busy, preoccupied with other more important things. And uh, uh, it uh, seemed rather important for them to meet Lababan Basechet. <laughs> It was very interesting you know, to hear that. But it just shows you, you know, I Mark, we'll pick it up on that question about Usizam uh, Zimela there. And uh, uh, certainly uh, interesting developments coming out of there. Let's try and reestablish that line with uh, Markwe and uh, we'll uh, return to our business wrap uh, just briefly. Markwe, do you have do we have you back on the line, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, ah, sir. that's so much better. That's so much better. Hey, Yabona Bantbase Republic of the Western Cape. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Wenzan, Wenza, Benzan, I won't mousin on my line win lap, huh? Markwe, what do you make of uh, the revelations that came out of uh, the state capture inquiry today, man? It's 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 very concerning, you know. We're sitting here, we think we're getting things done, we think we're getting along doing the right thing. Or to find out the bigger things which are happening behind our scenes. And the most important thing that happening with most important assets, you know, which are supposed to be driving our economy, is very, very, very disturbing. You start asking yourself, if we didn't have this state capture, when were we going to be able or know all these things? It's concerning. Hey, 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 hey. Talking about, of course, uh, all of those, uh, I guess, nefarious things that have been coming out there. Steinhoff uh, coming out saying that uh, they demand. Uh, 870 million there from uh, Marcus Uester, the same guy who uh, I guess uh, said he knew nothing about uh, some of these issues. You know, it's very interesting. Uh, I think in two fronts. Number one, for a certain period, I think 2006 and 2015, it's only him. But now, 2015 to 2018, I think the CFO helped him. Now, you ask yourself, mm-hmm. are you saying that period, the first period, 2006 and 15, no one helped him? That brings a big question mark. And I think it gives the likes of Kiki Town a, 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 a good ground to say, please don't sell our shares. You showed us the story, which is not there. Because remember when they bought Kiki Town, they offered them shares. So basically you offered us shares which are worthless. And I think it's going to show people going forward that people can really recoup if it need be. Because Ayabonga, we paid you because you performed. But if we realize that you lied, then why should we pay you those bonuses? And more importantly, and I find it very interesting when it comes to a basic salary, it means that he didn't even do the basic. Mm-hmm. Meaning he didn't even do your eight to nine, you know, Aye. that you are paying you for. So I, I think it will be very interesting to see how this whole thing turned out. And like they stated, Tongat probably maybe they don't want to, 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 to follow that case as well. But I like the fact that why the last two years you're saying the CFO helped him. Mm. So I think the other year... They weren't helping them. 
Hey, Makwe, you know what? Let, let's pause slightly on that story. I, I want us to come back uh, as uh, we wrap up uh, and come back to that story because I, I think Steinhoff is not the only one that's looking for money here because there are other people that are looking for money from Steinhoff. And uh, one of those, of course, uh, is the notable uh, Crystal Visser. And you've also mentioned uh, one of the uh, subsidiaries there, uh, Techie Town. But Vodacom, uh, just following Vodafone here alongside Yeboye too, uh, to XPWC as uh, their auditor. Uh, is this just mandatory audit firm rotation or is there something more? Something more, we know they're not happy because the guys at some point were also the administrator of phones for you. So it's very clear, yes, they can only come with something decent that, hey, we're just reviewing our suppliers. We don't just send auditors like that. We know auditors have to be rotated. But, hey, given what happened between them and, 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 and what do you call it, the phones for you, then it makes sense that they were not too happy because they felt the guys were conflicted. And maybe... You know, it must not just be an issue with them. Anyone who thinks everyone is conflicted, maybe take the story what is happening with Deloitte, you know, uh, when it comes to their Tonga story, yes. when it comes to your Steinhoff story. Maybe we should stop protecting our guys and say, yeah, we'll investigate, we'll replace the guys. I think we have to be more serious. Ayabonga, you go anywhere, if you're running a business, before they can take you serious, they want all the tech financial statement. Hmm. It means your signature that means a lot. Okay, let's pause there slightly, Makwe, and uh, we'll come back. And uh, when we come back, I want us to talk about Nomen Mbazima uh, joining as a, uh, uh, as a chairperson of uh, Bain & Company, that embattled consulting company on uh, their oversight board. And I'll be asking you, of course, what that means in the bigger scheme of things uh, in, uh, in the process of cleaning up the reputation of uh, Bain. And uh, we all know that consulting companies, much like auditors, uh, largely, I guess, uh, in the world of exchanging trust uh, in the integrity of uh, the opinions and uh, the recommendations they provide to companies and what happens uh, when that uh, trust is no longer there. I'd love to hear from you as well. Give us a ring on 89 Let's take this brief break and on the other side, I continue with Makwe. Seven minutes now. It is uh, before 8 p.m. I'm in conversation uh, with uh, Chief Investment Officer at Makwe Fund Managers, and that's uh, Makwe Masilela. Makwe, uh, Bain & Company. Now, uh, we recall them uh, heavily involved uh, in the matters at the receiver of revenue and, of course, in, I guess, the onboarding uh, or training, uh, and I use that training in inverted commas there, of uh, one uh, Tom Moyane. And they've appointed Norman Bazima, uh, someone who's certainly well-known uh, in business circles here in South Africa, to chair their new African Oversight Board. Should we be reading anything uh, into this, or uh, just uh, read it, I guess, for what it is, just as part of the clean-up exercise of the reputation of uh, Bain? Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do. And, I mean, Norman, we all know, he's good, he's very, he's a very good track record, deputy chairman, you know, he's been a CEO of Quimba. The guy knows what he's doing. But what we find very interesting, I, I don't know, who, who gets to be punished here, a public or private company, when you do something wrong in this country? Maybe we need to understand who is SARS. SARS is the only revenue collector for our government. Mm. So if someone go and mess up, with an institution like that, and the guy comes say, I'm sorry, we don't think our guys have done this intentionally. Who gets to be forgiven here? People who do wrong things in the public sector, they have to go through the processes of commission. Mm. People in the private sector, they can say, sorry, sorry, we'll clean up, we'll make sure that we get better oversight, 
Because this body that has been established is a new one when they appointed the new CEO to take over, that they'll have this oversight board, that they will have more measures. I find it very, very But you confusing. know, Makwangiti, there's, there's justice for corporates here. You know, uh, just a, a nice mea culpa apology is, is more than enough here. Because you must remember uh, that Italian guy there at Bain & Company, who was, uh, I guess, maybe, I don't know if it was a global managing partner or something like that, came out and said, no, I apologize. Got a slight grilling there in Parliament uh, from one of the uh, uh, portfolio committees there. And then thereafter, he was able to take his uh, suitcase, get on the next flight back to uh, uh, wherever he came from, and uh, continue to live his life. Private sector can apologize and it's okay. Yes, Chief. Okay, that's very interesting. And that I think you need to stand up when it comes to issues like that. Because that private sector company messed up with our public uh, what do you call it, a, a entity, as mm. you call it, staff. And I don't think we should be allowing stuff like that. We're not taking away from Norman. Norman is a very good guy. But I think we have now to apply the same rules. A simple example, we're complaining that state-owned enterprises are not operating effectively. They need to be, you need to get the private sector involved to help out, you know. But when it comes to judging them, why can't you allow? public sector as well to be just the same way as the private sector. In my opinion, the likes of pay, they shouldn't be allowed to be operating the coma again. It's not like we don't have people who can do what they're doing. Mm. A lot of companies back home who can do that, but Norman is a good guy, very good reputation. And if I was the like of Norman, I don't want to be associated. Yeah, it sounds like a poison chalice, man. It sounds stuff like that. I, it I, sounds for one, like one. I want to the multinational. I'll stay away from that. But yeah, Let's see what tends. KPMG, they, they are. They're also cleaning their image. You know, hopefully maybe they'll get it right. We don't know, but mm. yeah. Let's Makwe- clean up. Yeah, let's pause there for a second because I want us to maybe uh, uh, come back to the Steinhoff issue. Um, and uh, a sign of demand of 870 million from Marcus Uester. And maybe just return to some of the words Marcus Uester uh, provided there in Parliament. Take a listen to this. Now, now, Mark, what this guy is, is explaining, I guess, the, the chain of events that led to that spectacular collapse in December. But when you listen to him, he doesn't sound like someone who was at the center or in the eye of the storm. He doesn't sound like he was the, you know, a main master manipulator here behind the scenes. He's acting as if, you know, this was an out-of-body experience. All of these things happened. Unfortunate, you know, if you just listen to that, it was unfortunate. So the guy is not taking responsibility for the fact that the investigation says there were fraudulent, fictitious transactions. Then obviously your financial statement will reflect all that. So it's not an issue of financial statements. It's because financial statements, you report them at a period in time. But that transactions are journals, are entries that go through that are trial balances. Mm. So those fictitious, fraudulent transactions they go through those statements. At the end of the day, they will make up your financial statements. So it's not an issue of financial statements. But, I mean, when we look at all of the claims here, we also know that there's a a German investigation underway, and I don't know how far that is. Maybe you can uh, 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 give us an update on that one, Markwe. I mean, is there anything that potentially is salvageable here when you look at how many people are just waiting 
uh, to uh, get a piece of whatever is left? The, it, it might not, but you know, sometimes you, you don't show someone to be able to regain what you've put in, but to make sure that they're out of the system, they learn a lesson. Mm. And for the fact that they've dropped, for the fact that they've been selling assets, we know the guys is not what they are worth now. So definitely they don't have money to repay everyone. We mentioned at some point that Christovich is one of the guys, you know, who's made the claim. Yes. So sometimes, you know, I go like, I'm, I can't, I can't show you with the intention of getting all the money, but just to teach you a lesson. And mm. others who are watching, that listen, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. My brother, we'll have to leave it there, man. And until uh, you and I catch up uh, again, a big thank you to you for joining us uh, this uh, evening. That there is Makwe Masilela, Chief Investment Officer at uh, Makwe Fund Managers, uh, speaking to us uh, this evening as part of our business wrap conversation.